0: The college football experience bombs down under. Reaction show and look ahead at week two for college football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Roll Football Contest. Yes, join our free season-long pick'em with up to three thousand dollars in prizes and a Super Bowl autographed SGP helmet up for grabs. Sign up link is in the SGPN app, which is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. So grab that, and as always, folks, let it ride. We're also brought to you by the GameTime app. Snag tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app. Once again, the promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, play Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times the amount in one game. All right, use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Uh, Once again, that is 100% deposit bonus up to $100 with the promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the promo code SGP.
1: Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby.
2: Yes! 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 woo Welcome!
0: Welcome to the college football experience! Bombs down under from Las Vegas! Let's go! Alright, what a week one as as the college football week one came to... I feel like five straight days of college football, right? As it came to a crashing end as the Duke Blue Devils pulled off a big upset against the Clemson Tigers... We're going to react to a wild, wild week of college football, which had multiple, multiple 20-point dogs hit on the money line. That is why we love great, good old college football. And we're going to take a look ahead at week two as well, some big-time rivalries on the slate. Uh, but before we do that, you're probably wondering just who the hell you're listening to. My name is Colby swing at Dan to base. Dan, a.k.a. Pick. Dundee, that's not a pick, this is
2: a pick! He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee oh. happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Would have killed a normal man, but nah, nah, that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life.
0: I mean, in this case, I like to pretend it did happen uh, because it did. All right. It really did. Yes. I hope you tailed me on the Wyoming Cowboys money line. I hope you tailed me on the Colorado Buffalo's money line and a lot of other good ones. We were fire. Actually, I'm 120 and 60 according to uh, according to, uh, you know, the fine, fine people over at Tally site. I think that's good. Anyway, look, I'm just sitting here in Vegas Lovely Blue Wire Studios. Shout out to everyone behind the scenes making this happen. But, you know, it's my first, I think, full solo show, even though we got a guest. Feels feels naked here. Feels like I'm at an ACC home football game, right? It's kind of empty. But, hey, we're here. We're talking college football. I'm so excited for week two. And I am joined, and I am honored to have this guy on. Look, uh, he didn't make the trip with us this trip, but he's going to be coming back. And look, if you if you if you listened last week on on a Monday there, we had the the bombs down under. He is the host of the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. They call him the man in the box. And he was giving out some fire fire plays as well. We're going to talk all about it. I give you folks CJ Sullivan. How you
1: doing, man? Great, Dundee. Thank you. Sorry you're there by yourself. But someone had to stay behind the studios and sign for the packages that come in, you know, and uh, make sure the mail gets sorted. I got to flush the toilets on Wednesdays, I'm told, to make sure the pipes don't get stacked. Yeah, you know, a lot of important duties back here, too, at the home office. So, you know, uh, you know, but, you know, I'm sure Vegas is great. I mean, you know, I'm sure Vegas is great.
0: You guys are having a good time. Uh look, but they we just
1: left me alone in the box. That's what they do. I'm like the fucking guy. I'm like Macaulay Coughlin back
0: here. <laughs> uh, buddy, look, I haven't had a chance to talk to you since since week one. Yeah. I I know yeah. uh, I know somehow our Texas over didn't hit, but what what a uh, what a what a fantastic uh week of football. And I know you 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 somewhat backdoor to cover with the uh with the Louisville Georgia Tech game, you care to talk about that?
1: That was a beautiful backdoor cover. Uh, Louisville. I, I, I kind of wind that away. Louisville should have won that one. I mean, Georgia Tech should have won that game outright. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> the next year you know, they're breaking, then they're, then they're missing, you know, they're turning it over inside a 20, 80 yard run. Next plays at three minutes. I was, I was, so I cried to you because I know you're all over Louisville and you're going to get ridiculously ugly cover. And then Georgia Tech came. You
0: thought, like you thought I had it. You thought like I had it. I knew they were going to go to prevent. I, I feel like you jinxed me on the bet, but what a
1: reverse jinx.
0: It was yeah. a
1: dirty technique on my part. I, I apologize. For my part. But I got hit hard with the Rice Texas over. And I think even worse, I think our greatest upset pick that I was upset about was Bowling Green, who absolutely dominated. I mean, he dominated them. If you take away the five interceptions and in one pick, six, which kind of made it gross, <laughs> and then they lose, they lose by ten, given getting nine and a half. I mean, that was that was the grossest one too because I, I had Bowling
0: well, I hope you tailed me on the Colorado Buffaloes because I mean that I feel like that was the easiest <laughs> handicap. We come in, I, I, yeah, was I great. yeah. I mean, look, and and I, I. I only
1: that I was I was in gaming it too. Each each break, fifteen, sure, or whatever, fourteen, sure. I don't care what you're. Yes, is. yes. I'm Colorado, are you watching this team? Like this is like ah, oh, that's not the one eleven team. They he fired all those guys. <laughs> he brought in, you know, he brought in a whole new company to play for this. I mean, it was it was incredible. What, what? I love, I love this whole. Uh, I think that's the whole. This the whole new trend of celebrity coaches. Why not? You know. Yeah. Because who? What player would? What player wouldn't want to play for Deion Sanders? You know.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They so might dude. as well get. Old, old dominion yeah, should get hire get Michael
1: Jay Z to coach, get Dave Chappelle to coach a team. You know what I mean? have <laughs> all where players will want to go. It'd be amazing.
0: Oh I'm, yeah, I think so. Boston college. I feel like Bill Burr could probably coach better than, uh, sure. you know, anyone, anyone in like the past 20 years of Boston college. So, yeah. uh,
1: I think the key is you gotta, you gotta wait till their kids are old enough to play. And that's how you recruit them. Say, listen, your kid gets a full ride. But like you've got to be the head coach, you know, and just get players to come because otherwise they're too rich. They don't want to coach, but Dion's got a bunch of kids. He wants to coach. So, you know, it's a package deal. I like it.
0: <laughs> Folks. Uh, look, I think CJ's on to something here, but, uh, look, we're going to go get, ga- we're going to go game by game, trying to, well, not game by game, but conference by conference, essentially talking about week one, uh, and then t- take a take a look ahead at some of the stuff we like week two. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience, Bob's Down Under, uh, is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes, I mean, can you believe we've had seven months, seven months without an NFL game? What's going on? It just sounds crazy when you say it like that. Well, good thing that's over because the NFL is here now. All right. With DraftKings Sportsbook and that's an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And it's giving you a can't miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly. When you bet just $5 on any NFL game, what that's, that's a bargain right there. $5. Come on. You, everyone's got $5. If not, you ask your wife, your girlfriend, your mom, whatever. You could get $5. You could be like one of those Iowa football players, mom, can you place the bet for me, please? All right, five dollars, right? Uh, DraftKings is hooking everybody up with game day greatness. All customers could take advantage of of two new offers every single game or every single game day this September. Uh, check the app to see uh, you know what you get. But uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely fantastic deal. Download download the app now. Use the promo code SGP to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly. Once again, just just for betting $5? Are you kidding me? Uh, that's promo code SGP. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours, people. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by the Game Time app. Yes, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be so stressful. All right? I've done it a million times. All right, you go, you think you got it, and boom, you know. Shouldn't be stressful. Should be <laughs> fun, all right? Should be a lot of fun. You should be getting cherry-bombed. Say, no, oh, I'm going to the event, yeah. all
1: right? And hey. that's, yeah, right? I mean, I feel Look, I, I was yeah, in. it, and, and you should know the seat you're getting, too, you know? You should be able to look at it. I don't want some old, you know, scalper. You can still call. Right. They look at you, ah, that's fine, no obstruction, you know. And then you go up to the window, it's for a ticket three weeks from now and then see ice capades and you're a pole. That's true. Know? And that's all the stress and anxiety you want.
0: I even enjoy that too. Like I've had the buddy that has gotten burnt on the ticket, like that was from like yeah. three years ago. Fantastic. Right. Fantastic. But still, honestly, you <laughs> don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy
1: buying old tickets from the scalper. Um yeah. And if you ever want to hear, if you ever want to hear a hearty laugh, you go up to the cops with that scalp ticket. You go, sir, this guy sold me a ticket from three years ago, and they will laugh in your face. <laughs> like, yep, you got to be careful. Say, what I re- they say, I remember uh, that game. People out here, I remember that game. <laughs> <Where> Ro- Roethlisberger <laughs> scored uh, threw
0: t- four touchdowns that game.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I shot a guy. Out there. it was
0: <laughs> Folks, that's why you just there's a better way out there, and it's a it's game time. The Game Time app is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all things. Sports, music, comedy, theater, all that stuff that's near you. Uh, with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. All right. And forget planning months in advance. What's that ever done for any successful person? All right. Nothing. All right. <laughs> uh, look, Game Time has, has deals on tickets. Right up, right up to the day of the event, to the second of the event, I think. Uh, The Game Time Guarantee, also, fantastic thing they got going. Get this. It it means you're always going to get the best price. In fact, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. 110% of the difference. Are you kidding me? Fantastic deal, folks. Uh, So, you know, once again, check out the Game Time app and, uh, yeah, download it. Create an account. Use the promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. It's giving you deals left and right. Terms apply. Once again, create an account. CFBX for $20 off. Download the GameTime app. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right. We are back on the college football experience at CJ Sullivan. I got so many things I jotted down here on my flight out to Vegas this morning, but I think the first thing we got to start with is the Clemson Tigers. Because what the hell is happening to Dabo? I know for, for years, you know, they were paying people through the church. But may, what happened? Did the
1: church closed? What happened? Church closed. Everything came back. The chickens came home to roost. All I know is Dabo Swinney so hated that he made a country come together and, and even become Duke fans just to really <laughs> against Dabo Swinney. We're like, ah, hell. Duke football, that got to be kind of harmless. As long as you're not basketball or, God forbid, lacrosse, we'll root for you, Duke. Just <laughs> beat that goddamn Davos. And uh, Davos quotes afterwards are hilarious. Like, yeah, it was a strange game. I don't know mean, it was a little, I mean, they looked terrible. The offense looked outdated. Um, why even bring in, you know, Riley's brother. They said he's going to. We're going to have him run the Clemson offense. They're going to call it the, the. They even said we're not doing the air raid. We're doing the ground raid. What? Yeah, Why I'm surprised he even he took does. it.
0: Right? I mean, I know. Uh, I I read that. I, I didn't see that until yesterday. Before the game, when people were saying that it's like, no, we're going to have him run the Clemson offense. I'm like, what? This guy just went to the national (laughs) championship last year, running his (laughs) offense. What are you doing here? And why would he take TCU offense? Why
1: would you want that? Ah, too many points in that (laughs) offense. We don't like that. We like to keep it in control. And then um, (laughs) in their defense, there that was a pretty wild turn of events there. You know, first to go from the three, fumble, blocked field goal, twenty, fumble on the ten. You know, I mean, it almost seemed like. If you were to look up a game that was fixed, that would be the byline. Like, wait, they kept they kept fumbling the ball and going into the end zone like well, this. Well, like, no,
0: you could play yeah. it the other way around though. Duke fumbled a punt in, in uh, at yeah, like the eleven sure. yard Absolutely. line for Clemson, and then and then also right before the half, you're looking like you're going to get a field goal. You're doing the safe call, running the ball, and and the uh, Duke running back fumbles the ball. So, I mean. You can shake it either way, but I can tell you one thing, man. Absolutely. Is-
1: Duke should have won more. Duke, Duke definitely should have won in at halftime. And like that should have been. A- but Clemson looked bad.
0: They really did. And and to me, I find this hilarious because, you know, this is a guy who says, like, we're never going to use the portal with the exception of like, I think he bought it, brought in Bear Bryant's grandson uh, as a as a backup yeah. quarterback, this, like fourth string backup quarterback this year. But I mean. At what point you saw that they would never fire offensive coordinators, but they sent their their OC from a year ago, Brandon Streeter, out of here, and now they they uh, you know they bring in Garrett Riley, but they're not apparently they're not even going to fully use the the, the Lincoln Riley slash Garrett Riley air raid offense.
1: Um, he's got to learn. He's got to learn the ways of Clemson and the church, you know, and they got to baptize him after practice. So learn how to <laughs> run a quarterback draw from a third and goal twelve. <laughs> Uh, (laughs)
0: yeah no I mean this is this is a big storyline because look I came in having Clemson ACC champs I I did take I did take Duke in the points I did take Duke in the points but I thought I thought that was the best possible time to get Clemson was week one when they're installing this offense and everything but once again, with some of the the, the storylines that were the, the remarks that were said, it makes me question in general. And then you see how good Florida State looks against the LSU Tigers, and you're sitting there saying, "Oh shit!" Huh. I mean, I know Florida State hasn't beaten Clemson for a long time, and there's been some big blowouts in those games with fans reading na spy novels in the stands. But uh, but man, I, I mean, right now after watching after watching Sunday and Monday, you got to think that Florida State's the the odds-on favorite in the ACC, right?
1: Oh, for sure, and that was another one where we all became Florida State fans too, for to, just to watch Kelly and his family. <laughs> and then, <laughs> that was a great victory. I mean, first of all, LSU just LSU looked they quit in next. and I did look like uh, I mean, and I did like Kelly's comments out. I think one poll came out that had Florida State number one this year, this week, and, you know, they, they definitely had the most impressive victory, but I don't, I don't know if I go that far, but, yeah, they're definitely the clear-cut favorite ACC. I mean, yeah. Clemson looked like they were good. Clemson already looks like they're five years behind, and it's only been, you know, one so-so subpar season in this game. Yeah, the, the, so the LSU
0: game is the game that I think I got. I feel like most of week one and week zero, I pretty much had an identity in my mind of, of what I mm-hmm. thought each team was going to look like. Clemson, I, like I said, I thought Duke was going to play Clemson really close. So I was all over Duke and the points. I felt very confident about LSU against against the likes of Florida State. and uh, that. So LSU is the team that I think I was most off of out of any yeah. school out of 133 in the nation. Uh, they looked terrible to me. Like, yes, the first half, they, I know they were winning 17-14 and probably should have been winning like 28-14. Um, but Man, how many fourth and inches, third and inches, second and inches, where you're out of the gun, which drives me absolutely fucking crazy. But you're you're yeah. out of the gun, and and you know they couldn't they couldn't get any push on the Florida State defensive line. And I yeah, yeah I mean Brian Kelly, I thought terrible coaching, but at the same time, I I was shocked at uh, really their game plan and the fact that their offensive line got bullied, and the the fact the way they used Perkins it, on the defense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they really you know, did, they especially Carlos. in the second They're half. Knocked yeah.
1: Around. yeah, second half, they looked like they just quit. You know, and I'm like, how can you do-? – I don't know. It was pretty early on for that, and uh, they they messed up a lot in the red zone as well. A couple fumbles and fourth down. So down there. They should score more. But even then, like, it, that doesn't – I mean, it doesn't count for the annihilation, which was that fourth.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, I I don't know. I'm I, I got to apologize to Florida State fans because you're way better than what I thought they were. But this uh, actually, I I was thinking about well, they'll, this. They'll,
1: they'll fall apart. The same thing as last year. Although I will say <laughs> this year's victory is definitely different than last year's. Last year's it seemed like okay, they got lucky with it.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent.
1: Things are to come. Florida State looked back. They look like the, the old like Florida State. They had athletes everywhere running
0: around. Yeah, and, and, and look, I was sitting there watching the game. And, and they're announcing the starting lineups on the offense and on the defensive side of the ball for the Seminoles. And, and, and I'm sitting there, you know, thinking, okay, well, everyone's calling out Dion for bringing in all these transfers. I literally went one by one on, on the players that I knew. I feel like their whole starting lineup for Florida state is transfers. Yeah. You're like Jordan Travis Absolutely. was at Louisville. Uh, they're running back uh, Benson from Oregon they their, their top three wide outs uh, from what uh, Michigan State, Arizona State, West Virginia. Their tight end is from South Carolina. You know, the multiple offensive linemen, UTEP, Colorado, Auburn. And you're just sitting there like, well, why is Dion getting all this shit if, if their whole team <laughs> is transfers? Right. But uh, yeah, it's
1: a different era. It, it, yeah, really, Deion, it really is you know, he brought guys from jackson state i mean he didn't really go full on the way they're talking like they think he did but you're right like florida state and his other schools that are much worse i mean not worse it's to what the system is now but you know there's there's plucking absolute starters from schools you know of the players and making your own like call start.
0: and the only difference is, is they did it over two or three years so they did like 30 players per year and and mm-hmm. the fact that dion did like 75 in uh, in one year is probably what's yeah, stealing he did it the all headlines. Months. He yeah. rushes. Yeah. yeah, he
1: left the party all immediately. You got to you got to stagger it so no one knows. You know, say, hey, dude, are they still around? Like, no, I think they left. But when you when you there's sixty of y'all at once, like, okay, there's
2: no hiding it.
1: <laughs> <out. laughs> well, well, let me ask you this:
0: heading into heading into so obviously we know Florida State's got to head to Clemson, South Carolina, end of September. Right. Uh, I mean, Clemson's got this long win streak over Florida State. That's a tough environment. They don't lose often in Clemson. What would you lean right now? What would you set that line at?
1: I imagine the look-ahead line of that game before this week is going to be something like Clemson minus uh, four to 4-6 rate. Right. But after this weekend, I can't imagine them putting a number on. I'd probably have minus Clemson minus one to two and a half at the most, maybe yeah. under field goal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I might even favor. I might even favor Florida State at this point, even though. Yeah, I
1: can see that. I know. mean, who's going to bet Clemson after who's going to bet Clemson after that last night and not take take Florida State in that game? If that if that game's this week, Florida State's three and a half point favorite. Yeah,
0: and and, and then let's but look. Clem, Clemson will have
1: a few weeks to show themselves to get, a little, get themselves right. And Before
0: then let's let's look at the 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 other side of this coin. Is the Duke Blue Devils. Unbelievable win. Mike Elko comes in year one. I think they were 17 points away from being undefeated. And now year two, they bring first off, they bring back, I think, eighteen or nineteen starters from that team. Riley Leonard, uh, who people are projecting first or second round NFL draft pick. Uh, I mean, this is a team that I feel like everyone thought, well, they got lucky, they were in the coastal. And now that there's no divisions, yeah. there and, and boom! What a first win! Right. And I think I think people got to start thinking that the Duke Blue Devils are a legit contender in the ACC, especially now that they have the tiebreaker against the Clemson Tigers.
1: I mean, they look good, and then that was—I mean, obviously that was a peak. They were ready for that moment, and that's what that state that stadium. Can, can, did you see when they rushed the field afterwards? It was very orderly, concise, <laughs> very you know, scholarly. They they, they worked the red zone better. The Duke fans worked the red zone better than Clemson's offense. <laughs>
0: very, very true. Very true. But yeah, um, unbelievable.
1: Great. They got their own little Daniel Jones. That run was amazing. And then he asked for his teacher for an extension. I mean, what a story. What a story. These Duke. All right. I um, mean. But yeah, they got to crack the top 20, right?
0: I would think. I mean, I mean, this is my problem with preseason polls. I've already seen that Clemson is still ranked ahead of Duke. And I'm like, well, what? the hell did we watch last, last night right. what did we watch last night what's the point of these things yes what's the point it, of these things? It, it, it drives me crazy don't get me started but uh but looking at you know even even the duke blue devils won 28 to 7 last night you know you couldn't help but notice even duke where i feel like you know in this transfer portal era clemson or i'm sorry stanford's and northwestern's and duke's they have a harder time in the portal Because of their academics, like you mentioned, Riley Leonard saying he's got a class, you know, at Florida State. They just look the other way. You don't have a class tomorrow. No, you don't. No,
1: you don't State quarterback's not asking for an extension during his interview with uh, (laughs) Lisa Salters. But but I mean, Duke,
0: Duke, what I noticed is multiple what their left tackle Stanford transfer. I think they had another offensive lineman that's a transfer. Al yep. Blades, uh, you know, with a oh, famous Blades related to the old we Benny Blades them. and Brian Blades made a big play. They also had a uh, seventh year transfer from Texas A&M uh, in the secondary make a key play at a key point in the game. Drawing a blank on his name right now. But uh, my point is, is if Clemson, I mean, if if Clemson just looks across the field, Duke is even utilizing the portal. Why is yep. Clemson not? Like, I, I it's got to be at the end of the year they change their way on this. I, I, I would just be amazed at, at the fact that, you know, they would not do this. You can get your Clemson. You know what I mean? You can
1: get guys. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think they will eventually. He's a year, it kind of reminds me of Saban not a, before he embraced the spread offense, you know. Take him a couple years of getting beat by it, you know, before you find, like, because you, you have your moral high ground, and then you get beat by it. Like, okay, let's try. Same with coach. Same with Coach K of Duke basketball, with like, you know, one and done players. You say you never win. Like, oh well, you might as well since they are the best players in the country. and They like, finally do it. So they're always all those leaders like that. They're they're always a couple years behind the curve when it comes to that because they can afford to be. So I think they'll definitely it up. They have to. You can't. You can't, I mean, it's the way the game is. Look at Dion. they he Dion. Doesn't even. He's not even he's never stepping on a high school complex in his life. He doesn't care
2: about freshman
1: coming in and recruiting. Who gives a shit? We got real <laughs> players out here across the country. I'll just get 70 sophomores to come in.
0: Oh, man. And, uh, he
1: should, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're making me laugh, man. And, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, how about the ACC, though? I mean, you got, you got Carolina taking down, North Carolina taking down, South Carolina.
1: Carolina looked great, by the way. They might de- they're even have a defense. Where did that come
0: from? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell happened there. Mac Brown, uh, words of Chisholm. Gene Chisholm got the defense playing, and all of a sudden, so you got North Carolina taking down South Carolina. You got Florida State putting it on uh, at L- LSU, and now you have a, a Duke team that looks like it's a contender. All of a sudden, the conference looking a lot deeper. And say we thought it was not not uh, just what two weeks ago, uh, with the exception right. of, with the exception of Boston College, who lost to uh, Northern Illinois. Um,
1: <laughs> well, we had that we had that though.
0: Yeah, we were on. I we was on Northern money Illinois moneyline. I had this. All was,
1: those Mac, all those Mac teams up week one. This they was the
0: this is damaged. the best this is the best week one I've ever had. I feel like where I, I was on the moneyline with <laughs> with a what I think there were nine and a half point dogs. I also was on yeah. ULM money line against Army. As Army tried running out of the shotgun, that ain't gonna work. All right, I tried telling you <laughs> folks it ain't gonna work. Uh, and then obviously Colorado, Wyoming—just uh, a magical week of college football.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. We're, nothing you can't repeat that bank enough. Forty-two to one. You parlayed at Colorado, and Wyoming.
0: Let's go. All right, uh, look, folks. We're gonna talk more about some other conferences, some other teams. But before we do that, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, Underdog Fantasy is a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. All right, with their fantasy pick'em game, you pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then You do what you usually do on your Sundays. You sit back and you watch the games, baby. All right. You can win up to 20 times the amount of money in a single game by going for uh, five for five. Essentially, it's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. All right. Uh, You know, I could I'll tell you about a dog that I like right now for this upcoming college football. You want to stay giving out 20 point dogs? I think Eastern Michigan's live. I think Eastern Michigan is live in Minneapolis, all right? <laughs> so, all right, watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little <sighs> little extra cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by uh, Free Roll Football Contest. Yes, uh, look free season long NFL pick 'em contest $1000 for first place $500 for second place and if you're a Patreon member for the NFL season those prizes double so 2000 for first place 1000 for second place plus if you know i mean if you're a Patreon member you not only get that contest but you also get an autographed full size sports gambling podcast helmet which includes guests like Joe Theisman, Bill Romanowski, Pac-Man Jones, John the Spider Sally, Eric Metcalf, LeGarrette Blunt, etc. Uh, sign up. Link is in the SGPN app, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patreon, to get in uh, you know, for your chance to double your prizes and win the weekly patrons pick'ems. So check us out. And remember as always to let it ride. Yeah, I mean, look, I know I know we're, I, I I, mean, Eastern Michigan, I just think it's live. I think they're I live.
1: It. I love I love you. you feel, feeling confident with them 20-pointing dog talk. Hey, Sprinkle them out there, uh, you know. Don't even saying, need 20. That's an outright.
0: All I'm saying, man, is Chris Creighton's got a knack for knocking off. Last year was Arizona State. He got Herm Edwards fired. He went down to Tempe, beat him. The year before, it was a Big Ten school. Uh, I, I think it was... I think it was Illinois the year before, Uh, or if not, it was Purdue. One of the two, right? But they've knocked off Purdue, Illinois, Rutgers, Minnesota's next. The Minnesota that I saw against Nebraska eh, got a lot of question marks for me. I think their defense is still solid, but I think Eastern Michigan is solid on the defensive side. So I think they'll be able to, you know, perhaps, you know, bottle up that uh, Minnesota passing attack that put up a nice 13 on the board uh, last week. So tw- you're getting, you're getting 20 and a half. They're live dog. Chris Creighton's got a history of doing it. Sign me up, folks. Uh, but look, let's. let's yeah, let's. How's,
1: how, how's Minnesota going to score 20 points in general? Like, yeah. What, what do you even, you know, what I mean, like, how are they even going to get to that?
0: Number? Yeah. They say they got the Greek rifle. I don't know about that. I don't know. That rifle's jammed. <laughs> all right.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's a musket. It's more yeah, of a musket. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: So so some of the other things I wanted to hit on, and I know we want to look ahead at college football week two, but uh the, the SEC is one and three against power five schools with the one win being probably over the worst. If you ask Patty C, I think you would say them or Northwestern would be the worst power five, and that would be the Virginia Cavaliers. So Tennessee put it on uh the Wahoos. But uh after that, you have you you know, Utah with their third and fourth string quarterback beating the beating the piss out of uh, the Gators. Damn. Then you have, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, and in the LSU, Florida state game. Do you think this is a trend that will continue to happen? Or do we expect a bounce back week with, with the likes of, uh, you know, Texas A&M heading, heading to, my, to Miami gardens to take on Mario Cristobal and Ole Miss heading to Tulane to take on uh, Willie Fritz. And then what I think there's obviously the Alabama, Texas matchup also Auburn heading out to Berkeley Take on the California Golden Bears, another ACC team, somehow, uh, and also what Arizona taking on Mississippi State. Do you think this is a trend that stays, or do you think this is, you know, hey, this is a one week wonder? SEC bounces back and gets back to winning football games.
1: Yeah, it's tough when it comes to SEC. Yes. They're they're their own religion. They're their own entity, like Texas. With they uh, they don't. <laughs> Care about the rest of the country. They don't. They don't believe <laughs> in it. You know. <laughs> they they certainly dismiss them. And so week one is definitely a tough barometer. But usually they do show up stronger than that. And they, you know, they're uh, they are the hunted now, and they've been kind of been fat and sassy. So I do think they bounce back, especially with a couple of those games that you mentioned. Um, although Ole Miss is Ole Miss is definitely in for a fight there on Um but. I, def- I definitely think the the, the, uh, the disparity has come down. I mean, if you ask me, I mean, I, top to bottom, you know, of course, SEC is still top heavy with Georgia and Alabama, but top to bottom, I wouldn't say, but I would say the our favorite conference, the, the, the decimated Pac-12 might be, even be better than the SEC.
0: Well, I think you've got to say that right now because look at this. You know? The Pac-12's undefeated first week, folks, as a conference. That is the first unde- undefeated first week for a conference. In over 40 years. Over, I Folks. repeat, over 40 <laughs> years. The, the, I, I mean, this is the perfect Ow. metaphor for what college football is, right? As yeah. much as I love college football, I think it's the greatest form of football on the planet. But hilarious that this, the, the, the conference that's getting just picked apart and it's gonna be gone. They're blowing them up. Just had mm-hmm. the greatest regular, the greatest first week. And need I mention that the fact that TC, uh, Colorado was on the road. Washington State yeah. was on the road. Oregon State right. was on the road. Stanford was on the road. They did this with four road teams, all at, you know, at other spots. Unbelievable and hilarious that uh, that this is happening. But I think right now you'd have to say the Pac twelve, especially a lot of them were double digit wins. I think Colorado was like the only oh. close one. Yeah,
1: all going away, right? Yeah, and then they did that as twenty point dogs in in, T- in Texas. So um, yeah, no, and they all look great. You know, I mean, hell. Take Clemson's awful quarterback. He put him in Oregon State. All of a sudden, you know. All of a sudden, he works again. You know. So um, <laughs> all Washington, of Clemson. All NFL of also looked incredible.
0: I mean, ja- Jacksonville State's quarterback Zion Webb, two and zero. Yeah, Bill, Billy, Billy Wilkes or <laughs> right. Billy Wiles, I think his name is, it was Southern Miss, one and zero. I mean, it was yeah. Alcorn State, but they, they, you know, then you jump over DJU. Still, you know, getting it done. You look great. Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: So yeah, and the rest of Pac Twelve, even the top. I mean, you got USC, Washington and Oregon, a top three right there. I mean, I I mean, obviously, you know, Bam and Georgia didn't uh they weren't tested at all. They did they didn't look ideal, but uh I I'd put them right up there with them right now, even the top heavy. But when you go top to bottom, it's it's not even close right now. Uh not even wa- I mean, it's close, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Pac twelve is better.
0: Yeah. The Washington Huskies I thought had the best win of the Saturday that doesn't obviously Florida. didn't even
1: play great. It ain't even yeah. play well. That first half they played terrible. Yeah, <laughs> they but they poured it on like late. They ball. poured
0: it on late. That the offense and and look, that's not. I'm saying the best on Saturday, Sunday. Obviously the LSU Florida State game. I think Florida State stole the headlines is probably the best like right. on field performance. But I'll say this: watching the second half of that Washington game, I was watching with Patty C, and I'm sitting there like it reminded me of like Warren Moon. Back in the day with the Oilers yeah. because every pat every play, even like the incompletions, were like a guy's open, maybe, you know, he didn't maybe the timing was off on the route or something, but it, but thirty five yards down the field. I mean, it is that offense yeah. is super electric, man.
1: They're a ready for made product. Like, there's no like, wait till they click. Wait to give them a couple weeks to adjust. They're ready right now. You know, they're a veteran. They brought everything back with Panics, of course. You know, I mean, they. You drop them down now. You do not want to play them right now. You need. You, yeah. know, you need to get your. You need to get your ducks in a row and get everything lined up before you face Washington. You, this this month of Washington, you, you face them. They're gonna light you up. I mean, the, they're, the Michigan. They're State, in, They're in playoff form.
0: The Michigan State Spartans play them in two weeks. Now, luckily for Sparty fans out there, it's on Peacock, which you probably won't be able to watch, but uh, you know, hey, don't don't worry. It's better than the, it's a step up from the Pac Twelve Network. Um
1: Yeah, well you know you know the bar owners aren't gonna figure it out. They gotta get yeah. a third party involved, they <laughs> streaming a new channel, they can buy try a trial update, then you gotta set the then you gotta set the date in your phone app calendar, when to cancel it so you don't get paid nine ninety nine a month star. start or some shit. Uh it's a whole thing <laughs> for those Walmart Wolverine fans. That was Michigan game was on Peacock last week and they were on a fit.
0: Oh, my East Carolina Pirates, that hit for me. That was great. East Carolina covering the I 36. Had
1: hey, no, I had no sweat. I have such I mean, beautiful. No sweat whatsoever. Not only have EC and I love and I love them again
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, buddy. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I
1: love them outright. Oh man. yeah. But now I'm a- I'm also gonna I'm also gonna toss this into the season here of the of the uh, down under. The week after the pirate effect, you know, the, the plunder, if you will. And uh, Michigan's got to play UNLV this week, 36 and a half. Are you kidding me? We all know how rowdy those UNLV fans are on Twitter. <laughs> Watch out for that game uh, because, uh, you know, Michigan just had a face ECU. That's, you know, a little letdown, I'm saying.
0: Oh, that was great. These Twitter fans coming at us after, <laughs> after we previewed the UNLV. And look, I, I, I bet uh, the hell out of the under on six wins. Now, they beat the Bryant right? Bulldogs, but. They're coming at us and they were saying that I was saying Boise State is, you you know, uh, what I was saying is they play Idaho State. I was looking back at last season, UNLV beat Idaho State. They hear what they
1: want to hear.
2: They heard Boise
0: State and they're coming at me saying that I don't know the difference between Idaho State and Boise State. I'm like, okay, but anyway, shout out to those UNLV fans. They get super pissed if you call them Running Rebels.
1: They're passionate. There. I respect it. For, I know. Yeah, they 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 didn't get your joke of calling them the Running Rebels. Yeah, that was still, love it. That love was love the fact. A lot of things. <laughs> but and uh, they, they, they hear people like that hear what they want. Yeah, and they they did they did take us to task for not pronouncing Polynesian names. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs>
0: Uh, hold on I I, want to hit on a couple more things the Big 12 tough week for the Big 12 but subscribe to the Big 12 experience Um, but uh, Baylor (laughs) Baylor loses as 28 point favorites 27 and a half point favorites good god God. God. GJ Kenny and the Texas State Bobcats who now watch out they head to UTSA this weekend might be a live dog yet again after UTSA Mm -hmm. lost to uh, the Houston Cougars um
1: Baylor I was loses. definitely disappointed I was definitely disappointed in UTSA that game versus Houston. I mean even though it was 17-14 they they never had a chance in that game. They just couldn't yeah. it was it was ridiculous.
0: They missed Zakarian Franklin. They bringing back. Yep. Uh I was on the Houston Cougars I told you they're not going to lose in those uniforms. Those uniforms yeah, are those too uniforms, clean. it
1: it, it became it became a no play once I saw those uniforms.
0: Yeah, those things were fire. Those Absolute blues. fire. Those
1: love you blues. Absolutely. <laughs> that that said, it's a, it's a great situation. You have the letdown for Texas. True. To, to say, laying lay, lay that
0: egg. And folks, and remember. Seems like
1: a line line for another team.
0: Yes, yes. And folks, remember tomorrow, we're going to pick every single game. Myself, Patty C, NC, Nick, the college football experience. Yes. But uh, so Baylor loses, TCU loses, and Texas Tech, lo- I mean, and West Virginia. But we, we knew he was mm-hmm. going to lose. They were twenty point dogs, but uh, uh, the only thing that really even Texas didn't even look that good. Is I know we both lost money on the Texas yeah. Longhorns. Yeah. Um. But the only thing that kind of saved them was the four new schools to the Big Twelve. Uh. You know, UCF, right. Houston, uh, BYU, and Cincinnati, because all of them looked pretty impressive. Maybe with the exception of BYU. Yeah. BYU won fourteen nothing. Classic. I love that right. score. You know, I love a game like that. And uh, you know, <sighs> but. What what's what do you think of this Big Twelve right now?
1: Yeah, not a good weekend for them. But you're right, the new the new blood did look good, but um although I don't know. I mean, obviously Texas and Oklahoma are your top two. Texas Tech, even though they did lose that we knew that game was gonna that that game was trouble you know. Yeah. And even though they're up 17 nothing on that game that, that just smelled like trouble. Congratulations for the Wyoming money line. Great it was a great game. But it was the look ahead spot to the Jerry World game that got over versus Oregon. I, I I think Texas Tech will be fine. I think Texas will be fine. Um other than that, I don't know. We'll see. K-State, let's go, right, Kansas, but um yeah, they're they're definitely in flux. Like I said, I mean, you know, it's the Pac-12's world, Kobe. <laughs> Everyone else is just trying to <laughs> try to find a spot somewhere. Trying to find an identity.
0: It's perfect for college football in 2023. Pac-12 is going to have its yeah, really. best season in 25 years, and then boom, we're going to detonate that conference.
1: <clears throat> that way. unbelievable. But I will. But we'll say real quick about TCU there, though. Obviously, there's no loss to Colorado. Okay, but even if they didn't lose. People that, that was a defense that was giving up 50 points a game last year in the last three games, too. That and they obviously did not fix that. So, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't expect good things,
0: yeah. No, I mean, I, I look, I'm on the under with TCU. I think a lot of people were on the over, thinking it was their their win total was lower. Um, I'm on mm-hmm. the under and I'm looking all right, but let's talk about the other side of that. What do you, what, what do you think the ceiling is for the Colorado Buffaloes?
1: I mean. Like I said, they did. They, 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 yeah, it's, it's the turnover is you, you can't understatement. I mean, they're, they're bringing number one players in the country. You know, it's it's a completely different company bringing Justin Hunter. That's not you know uh, Travis tra- tra- Travis Travis Hunter
0: Travis Hunter.
1: Yeah. Travis Hunter I'm yeah. sorry, has nothing to do with a one in eleven team. You know, yeah. they have talent out there. At the same time, you know, the defense is going to be rough. The line is still going to be rough. You know. Getting it to come, come together, so I don't think they're going to run the well, table. I mean, they those numbers are all gone now. We went from three and a half oh, to five oh, and a half. I, I don't think they'll you run know. the table,
0: but what do you think? Do you think a no. bowl is much more reasonable now after seeing them? For sure. Yeah. You
1: why look, not? You yeah. Look, yeah you, you absolutely. Look, why not? There's talent. You look it's at the. Here's good. They're, I mean, they're good.
0: You look at the Nebraska team last that, that they saw. Now I know it's a rivalry game. You throw the record books out. Same with Colorado State, but those are winnable games. The next two, then they head to Eugene. Then they, you know, I fully expect them to lose in Eugene. But then they host USC in a game that I think could be fucking bonkers. And then, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, after that, they got Arizona State, Stanford. They got some winnable games. Uh, b- before in October
1: 28th they come to the Rose Bowl where we hopefully will be outside stationed up. We're trying to do something for that. You know how they, the the students paper those tickets. There will be no home field advantage, but we'll <laughs> be out there. Oh yeah, oh, we'll be yeah. out there for the UCLA Colorado game 28th. We said that before the schedule came out. Um, yeah, I don't see why they can't win seven eight games for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, me 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 too. I think it's one of the more fascinating stories in college football. They also have a trip to Pullman in late November, which will always be tricky, uh, and you know, speaking—it's not that, just the
1: athletes he's got out there too. The coordinators Dion set up too. You know what I mean? Like Sean Lewis hire—that's what—that's yeah, what sold absolutely. me.
0: That's what sold right. me. You know, no disrespect to Dion Sanders—he's a—he's a Hall of Famer, but uh, like. Yeah, I'm
1: not dismissing it. And 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 it's similar to like when Jimmy Johnson was the head coach, he hired the great coordinators. You guys run those game plans and, you know, he oversees it. That's what a captain does. You know, he can't be deeply involved in the plays, you know, either either side of the game. He He's the general. He's the leader. He's on. T- he's in the front of the boat. And that's what Dion does, and that's and he knows what he's doing. And you know, and the players want to play for him. And he motivates him. And that's exactly what he does. Yeah, but yeah. Those coordinators. I mean, ran that offense too. Well,
0: that's what sold me on betting the hell out of the twenty-one, the money line, and also the over. I have action all over Colorado this year. Was the Sean Lewis thing, and then I thought the skill players that they brought were better than what people realized. But uh, you know, it's going to be fascinating to watch, and uh, you know. Uh, this week, you kind of got some low key good rivalry games. So I'm going to ask you about the week two. The week two slate is is phenomenal as far as great yes. college football games. I think it might be the best college football slate of the whole season. Now, obviously, rivalry I think it's up there. I think it's up there. Now you don't have the, 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 the you know as many rivalry games, but you also just have right. you know Texas Alabama not but a rivalry good, game, but you have right. that's a great game. Uh, so, some of the it's other ones. Great game and yeah. you have
1: great games And week one in college football. Even though we did well and you did well specifically with the betting, because we're gonna have fun no matter what to sleep But as far as the national alliance and your general public, it, it's kind of always an anticlimactic dud. The week one, you get hyped up for the season, but then the games are like you know Oregon scoring eighty points against Portland or some shit. Yeah, so, yeah. There's only like a, there's only a handful of actual games.
0: And I that see like, you know, I I away. see a lot of juicy dogs this week, man. I okay, see a I lot, yes. a lot of Juicy so Dogs, right. man. I know I was high on it last week and it hit, but I'm saying I think there's a lot. But hold on, uh, there's four, there's four rivalry games that I jotted down that I want. That's got
1: to be a clothing clothing line we come out with at least some merch, right? Juicy Dogs, you Juicy know Dogs, all right, Juicy, juicy dog, Dogs. Yeah. Let's go, folks. <laughs> um, Iowa heads to
0: Iowa State. Iowa only scored 24 Ooh. points in the opener. Iowa State on the other side right. of this looked way better than I think people thought with all those players out yeah they they right. put it to a good northern Iowa team or at least uh, you know a northern Iowa team that's projected to be good in the FCS yeah. um I I'm fascinated by this game I think the line currently sitting at uh Iowa minus that's four, four, four the, the 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 the, the, yeah. o- the over under sitting at 36 and a half give me a CJ <sighs> Sullivan Bob look I'm gonna uh, I I have a few. Rivalry games that mm-hmm. I want your take on. But then I want your own. A couple bombs you want to give the audience. But tell me about the Cyhawk trophy. Who's taking it home? Four and a half. or No, four. I got. I've seen a flat four right four. now. 36 flat and a half and the over under. What do you lean?
1: It's always risky betting the Cyhawk game. The shit ball. There was a hilarious blog that was written up about the, the history of this rivalry and how terrible it is. Um, but it's always the second week of the season. Iowa usually dominates this, even when Iowa State is uh, um, good. Now, this year, it's even extra special. you got both teams buried in gambling controversies. All their players doing $20 parlays and emotionally <laughs> edging bets. And, you know, getting caught left, left and right. There's not another slate of names going, going out there because the whole state of Iowa is full of principals and teachers that report on each other, you know. <laughs> By the books out there, this might be the only game where I where both games are both teams are trying to throw it. You know, like Iowa's got ten dollar parlays in Iowa State. Iowa State's got a twenty dollar teaser the other way. So they're going to start fumbling the ball to each other. Here, take it. I got to hit my round robin. Now I got to hit my teaser. You take it back. You know, they're all going to Ronnie Harmon it and toss the ball up in the air. <laughs> go in. Um, but uh, norm- when I saw that line, I like. I mean, I liked Iowa State immediately just to get the four because. With these games, but they're going to have one of their de- their defenses. What well, it, it all depends if their quarterback, if you know, if he's if he's going to play. I mean, that's a huge difference between, um, you know, a guy a, a guy who's a replacement on a guard because of his yeah twenty dollar bet that he blame, that he blames his mom on. I love that now. Now the that, was- oh, that was it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me. My mom, she's the one who made four thousand individual bets during the football season last year. <laughs>
0: Hey, you leave Linda at it. Uh, I'm joking. Uh,
1: no, no. I mean, Old Long
0: shot of Linda. <laughs> We're talking the cyhawk Trophy, a.k.a. the D-Gen Bull. Now, uh, yes. w- one of the things, you know, Iowa State looked a lot better than we thought. But on the other side of it, Iowa's offense, I think, wasn't necessarily the problem. I thought the Iowa defense didn't look as good as the normal Hawkeye defense. They gave up 14. Uh, I, I and remember Iowa State won this a season ago, in in Iowa City. So I actually think I was going to bounce back. I like laying the the four, even though I think this is going to be a game. I think it's probably going to be yes. what probably you're looking at like a 10-10 game in the fourth. Just give me Iowa to get this thing done seventeen. 17- Ten something like
1: that. I know it's almost like those old military games when those over those totals are 38, 39. You can't believe it. like, yep, play the under. Trust me. Yeah, you're not you're you're not going to want to you You're not going to want to sweat the over on this. But I agree with you. I th- I like Iowa in this game. So that, they usually have a traditional. I have like Iowa State will do something. To them, sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But
1: you're right. I was surprised McNamara played in that game, but the defense did seem. But the offense was not the problem.
0: Yeah. And let's, so, so I like the under as well. And now we have the old big eight or big seven. You want to go that far back? I don't know if we have any listeners that actually watch the big seven, but, uh, Colorado, Nebraska, uh, Nebraska, Matt rule, I think twice during the offseason, once in January, once in, uh, either March or April kind of made little shots at uh, Deion Sanders and say, I don't have a camera crew oh, needing to follow around me. You know, like you I, I'm doing it do the that. right way.
1: Uh, Dion said did. he keeps receipts. He says he keeps receipts. Uh, now now as he keeps receipts, he makes them up. So, you, know, <laughs> so you, don't have, you don't have to give him actual quotes to use because he'll make them up. You know, he just makes up his own chip on his shoulder, which God you know, God bless him. He's hilarious to listen to, whatever it takes to motivate, you know. But you certainly don't need to give him extra motivation. He's going to make up his own line. He was saying the other day how that he, he has this weird chip. How the like, TCU coordinator shunned his son during recruiting. Yeah. There's
0: no way. In Kendall Bryles. Yeah. hell. Son of Art, Bryles. But hold on. So look, here we go. Who's,
1: who's saying they don't want Deion Sanders' kid as an athlete? <laughs> ah, too, too athletic for art school.
0: <laughs> uh, so now now we have a scenario, though, where, where, you know, this line has been insane. If you got this, if you were to look I at know. this line a week ago, it was like Nebraska minus 10 or nine or something like that.
1: Yeah, Nebraska was laying
0: ten. Yeah, now Colorado, uh, as far as I see it right now, laying laying three, right? They're laying a flat three. But here's here's what I find hilarious. Here is that uh, you know, this is a game that now I you got players injured. Slusher, Miles Slusher, who had the the big you know fourth down stop for the Buffs, he's out. There's more money on this game. According to to some tweets that I was reading, so this not a hundred percent, but as, as, for, for, as far as mm-hmm. what I can tell, uh, there's more money on this game than any game in NFL Week One, right? So money coming in on the Buffs, yeah, rivalry it's game. Amazing. You throw the record books out, and what? You, so you got the line at three. I love that. What do you do? Throw the there? record
1: books out. Throw that one and zero out, and throw that zero and one out. Let's go. <laughs> I know it's three. So initially, you're like, "Wow, you're getting 13 points." The over/under
0: right. at 59 and a half.
1: Now that seems high. Yeah. Only because look at the the, the pace. The Colorado TCU is going to be way. Look at the pace in Nebraska. Didn't Nebraska yeah. had the slowest pace? Like yeah, of anyone last week. So they're going to hold this to a grind. If any, if I'm leaning anywhere, it's definitely the under.
0: Especially with For the, the running, running clock. Especially yes. with the running clock now. Um, now, one thing we didn't see. So Cor- initially I
1: would, I was gonna say, yes, I was just going to say, initially, I would like Nebraska just think for the value. But, like, I, mean, I don't know if it's players to keep up with Colorado's offense. You know, if Colorado puts up 24 or something like that, I don't see what, what Nebraska can do.
0: Yeah, and we didn't see Carmony McClain, the number one recruit or number two recruit in the nation, depending on what service you use. Uh, he is going to, I think he's going to play. He's going to be good to go this Saturday. Same with Alton McCaskill, the former AAC freshman running back of the year two years ago. Uh, I think they're going to be good to go, and that makes it very tricky. But for me, I'm all over the minus three. I don't. I know the public money's there.
1: Yeah.
0: I just think Jeff Sims. To me, TCU's got a lot better wideouts than Nebraska. So what I think, if if I was Charles Kelly, the defensive coordinator for the Buffs, I'm going to load the box against Je- uh, Jeff Sims. And I'm going to make him beat you with man coverage on receivers that I don't think are very good. So,
1: and uh, his, yeah, and his his passing, like that Minnesota game, we were watching that. I mean, he's just forcing it in the zone, just disgusting. Yeah, that, that interception right, right before forced, the half. Yes. Oh, that was brutal. And at the end of the game, when they were driving down to win it, you know, then how Minnesota won that in regulation is beyond me. You know, and they were just handed to him with that. So, like, yeah, I just don't think they'll have the offense to keep up with Colorado as much as I would like to take Nebraska because of the line value. I mean, get on board and and take Colorado now because that line's not coming down.
0: Yeah. Look, I'm all over it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Minus three. All right. But I'd rather be dead than red. All right. Like quote Bill McCartney. Okay. Next up. We got, uh, we got a little brother, big, big brother matchup here. Appalachian state heading to North Carolina, North Carolina. You see Mac Brown was dancing in the locker room again. Uh, might be a great time to fade the Tar Heels. This game was insane a year ago in Boone when North Carolina went up to the mountains. Um, App State coming in, catching, I believe, what, 18? Let me make sure that's still accurate. As as far as an hour ago, it was 18 points, maybe 17 and a half. Uh, yeah, 19. I'm seeing 19 right now. The Appalachian State Mountaineers. Now, Ryan Berger, their freshman quarterback, injured, but... You know he started the season, but the backup looked better in my opinion last week against Gardner Webb, which is a very good FCS school. Uh, I'm all over App in the 19 here. What do you What do you make of this game?
1: No, absolutely, I love it. The big letdown for North Carolina, although North Carolina looked like I mean, North Carolina looked great, and that's what you have to go against. That's a big thing handicapping is uh, to to go the opposite of what you just saw. because. Lined up. I mean, North Carolina was not not expecting them to have that defense that they had. Maybe some of that was Spencer Rattler doing early Spencer Rattler things, but uh, you know, and they but they look great. I yeah. wish this game was up in the Appalachians, though. Who knows what goes up in those Appalachian mountains? You can hide up <laughs> there for years. <laughs> you, can, you can you can get you can do some real off the grid living up there to North those Hill people. Carolina. <laughs> so when these two get together. He, so when he these get these two get together, they, they they speak their own language. They protect their own. They don't like outsiders. I'll take the Nineteen.
0: There we go. Look and final final rivalry game, and this is going to be the end of a rivalry, I believe. Is that Stanford and USC have been playing for well over a hundred years? It's uh, a shame.
1: This will be the end.
0: yeah. This is terrible in my opinion for the sport. But uh, Stanford's catching thirty. I, one of the things I noted wow. in my week one notes. I was really impressed with Stanford at Hawaii. I thought Stanford looked really good. I think they scored five of their final six drives. and I yeah, Troy Taylor, I, I thought he was a very good hire, but I didn't think he'd get it going that fast. I know it's just Hawaii, but at the same time, Hawaii's defense might be better than USCs. I have no idea. I mean, uh yeah. I, I, th- I kind of think, and this this total sitting at sixty nine and a half. I say you hammer the the over again. look at cash for me again last week. T- mm-hmm. USC alone got 60, what, 66,
1: I think it was last week they scored? They put up 66 last week. The on their total own. was 66.5. So, yeah. Uh, USC, yeah, USC overs until further notice. I mean, you just have their autoplay. Yeah. You know? they, but they still have that bad defense and they, and they score at will and they're trying to put on a show. I like you taking know, the, trying, the 30 too. It. I don't
0: think Stanford's nearly no, as bad. I think Stanford's better than San Jose State and better than Nevada. So uh, give me the 30. I think we got what? Th- yeah. I, th- I think we ended up getting 30 and a half of 31 with, with, uh, with San Jose state week zero. I think you played. That's what I'm
1: saying. I think it's a very similar situation to San Jose state. We're going to take the 30 points and the over. And I think all oh, they, they can keep up. They score 28, 35, whatever they'll score. And they're better than San Jose state. They looked better.
0: Yeah. Them.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's way too many points, but that's what you're going to have all year with USC. Yeah. Over, now the over starting to creep up 69 is high.
0: It is, but I I, I think,
1: dude, I think (laughs)
0: USC will probably get, honestly, I think they're probably going to get like 49, maybe 52. And I think Stanford's going to get, honestly, I think Stanford's going to get in the thirties. I think, Hmm? I think Troy Taylor is going to be able to scheme up against this defense. So, uh, yeah, bit baffled there. Uh, look, okay. So those are all the rivalry games that I jotted down for you to answer. You got any other bombs you want to give out before we get out of here? Wow. I don't
1: have any bombs. Like I just said, I already threw the UNLV plus 36 and a half off the. After, mm. after you see who beats up Michigan. Uh, a couple dogs. A <coughs> couple dogs. I like outright. Um, we like Texas tech to beat Oregon.
0: Love Texas tech to seven,
1: bounce back. Getting seven. Um, couple bounce backs, another one. And the other one is uh, we're going to do with our Pac-10. We did our season previews, the game we picked out before the season started, and that's our Washington State Cougars at home versus Wisconsin.
0: Oh, let's talk about that because they're honoring Mike Leach this game, too. They're honoring Yo, Mike Leach, friend God. of the program. Rest in peace. But this is dude, Max play. <laughs> watching week one. Watching week one. A. I wasn't sold on Wisconsin against Buffalo. I don't know if you watched that no. game. I was right. not yeah. sold on Wisconsin at Buffalo, and w- mm-hmm. you know I I ate a big big old bag of shit on taking uh, on taking Colorado State to upset Wazoo. Wazoo looked fantastic. Wazoo looked been. super focused, and so I love them as they're getting seven. They're getting seven mm-hmm. uh, as far getting as seven. this morning. I yeah.
1: Unbelievable! It's because it's that Wisconsin hype train, and Wisconsin made that game look better with the result towards the end. But yeah, they were not impressive. And like we said, and we said this, it's going to take them a while to transition too. They're not just going to toss in an air raid offense in Wisconsin and have that hit the ground running. Absolutely not. And Washington State, I mean, they they have something for you up there. I mean, they've been you know
0: they've been doing that for a a long time.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, All right. Yeah. Look, I I, look, folks. Tomorrow we're going to be here picking every single game. All right, myself, Patty C., NC Nick. I'm even going to make them pick that FCS Montana State heading to Brooks and South Dakota to take on South Dakota State. That's a loaded, one of the best FCS games of the season also going on Saturday. So we got a just unbelievable card, Alabama-Texas. Auburn heading out to Cal to drop acid. You know you got Oklahoma State heading to Tempe. You got all these all these great matchups. There's a, how about Holy Cross, Boston College? Can we just talk? Let, we should probably talk about that for yes. five seconds. Holy Cross lay purple, whatever number. Cru-
1: purple Crusaders up in West. Lay,
0: lay whatever number against against them because I feel like the Crusaders and Matthew Sluk are gonna lay it on the Eagles, uh, yes. folks. Yes, give us skip, he just skip Holtz's old team. <laughs> Skip Holtz's old team. Give uh, coach Holy Cross. He did. We right? He did. Yeah, uh, folks, give C.J. Right. Sullivan a follow on Twitter at C.J. Sullivan underscore. Uh, I'm on Twitter at DcolbyD, the, the College Football Experience live from Vegas all week at the Blue Wire Studios inside the wind. Shout out to everyone behind the scenes making this happen. Uh, yeah, we're on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give us a follow, and uh, remember that. Not only am I the host of the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience. Uh, We come together as one. We have the Big 12 experience as well. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Subscribe and also check out the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. CJ Sullivan, you just dropped the Bottom Line Bombs podcast uh, talking talking, uh, NFL, right?
1: Talking about NFL, well, I just wrapped up the, the divisions and uh, Thursday on the C-Block, the new C-Block here on the SGPN, that's the bottom line bombs in the college experience with CJ and C-Generes and Colby Dean, call it the C-Block, you know, the, the Love cheers it. night for CTV duo. Thursday, is uh, so the latest edition was great, some Labor Day recapping. Some college recapping, of course, and the NFC South division uh, future bombs, and then I get into the contest picks on Thursday all year long. Survivor and the circa five pick.
0: There we go, folks. Check it out: the Bottom Line Bombs podcast. And tomorrow, College Football Experience will be back at five forty-five Pacific, going live, picking every single game. We don't. We don't just give you our favorite plays. We pick every single game. All right, we got you covered, folks. Uh, until next time. This is the college football experience. Bottom line bombs down under edition. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of (laughs) here.